0: You're listening to the ClearTrack HR Podcast, a show about employee benefits, employment law, and other topics for HR professionals. Don't forget to subscribe if you like what you hear. Now here's our host, Zach Finney.
1: Thank you for listening to the ClearTrack HR Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Finney. Our guest today is Ricky Fernandez. He is the promotions manager and on-field MC for the Rocket City Trash Pandas. Before joining the Trash Pandas in 2019, he was a producer and co host of the Mojo Radio show on 104.3 ZYP for seven years. Ricky, man, how's it going? Thank you so much for being on the podcast.
0: Zach, thanks for having me on, man. I'm, uh yeah, I appreciate you asking me to do this. This is cool. This is like back to my old days of uh, yeah. doing some radio. So I'm looking forward to uh, having a little chat.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I Forgot, yeah, we got a professional on our hands here. So you can teach right. me a few yeah. things for sure.
0: Yeah. Professional <laughs> with air quotes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um so can you just about starting off, can you tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself?
0: Absolutely. Uh, my name's Ricky Fernandez. I'm 29 years old. I was born in Huntsville Hospital, raised in Madison, Alabama, graduated from Bob Jones High School here in Madison, went on to the University of Alabama in Huntsville, graduated there. Did a victory lap or whatever but you know got the piece of paper and uh and moved on to our radio in the local area as well so i i'm i'm a two five six guy from the start till this exact moment right here
1: nice two two five six guys in the same podcast who would have thunk it
0: all right look so, how far we made it
1: i know i know it's baby steps but we, but we made it for sure um i mentioned the rocket city trash bandits for our listeners that are not local to the 256 let the listeners know kind of who are the rocket city trash pandas
0: okay uh you know i hear this all the time because i'm working our retail store at bridge street people will walk in they'll see the logo on the outside they'll be from out of town they're just trying to see what the local area is about and they'll walk in and go what is this and uh this this rocket city trash pandas thing is the double a minor league baseball affiliate for the la angels uh this is our well, this was going to be our first year of baseball here in the Rocket City. We were formerly the Mobile Bay Bears. They relocated, and uh, an ownership group led by our owner and CEO, Ralph Nelson, bought the team and uh, moved it here. Thought it was the perfect city for baseball. We got a new beautiful stadium here, Toyota Field Madison, and we're ready to put on a show for, uh, for the baseball fans in the local area.
1: And I know it, it even got national attention, but how did the name Trash Pandas come about?
0: Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, it's uh, it's blown up since that name happened, but it was all a contest. It was a contest for the people of the Rocket City, and it was, you know, submit your name, go to this website, tell me what you think the name should be, and if it's good, we'll pick a top 10, we'll let the area vote, and we'll let the people decide what their baseball team is going to be. So, I actually submitted a name into the contest. I got second place. I got so close to naming this team. I thought it was going to be my dream. I'm going to have my own team. They're going to have jerseys. I, I'm like a co-owner in some <laughs> weird roundabout way. But uh, yeah, so people just submitted names online. It went to a top 10. People voted, went to a top five. People voted again. And then as uh, the team was relocated from Mobile, it just started slowly trickling out uh, You know, the name. The logo, all this, and it was all decided by the people of the local area. And trash Pandas absolutely demolished me in the vote. I think they got like 85%. My team, the Thunder Sharks, uh, got sadly uh, got put down pretty quick. Uh, I think they only got like 8% of the final vote, but I got second place. I almost got there, and uh, and the Trash Pandas were born. Uh,
1: silver medal isn't too bad, especially with the name like Thunder Sharks. See,
0: so you... I'm telling you, right? I, and you know what? I had a logo and everything. I had a shark with like the body of a human, but it had the head of a shark and had six pack abs holding bolts of lightning. Like I thought it was awesome. But uh, it, you know, huh? the, the people of the area uh, didn't think it was as awesome.
1: <laughs> and And I personally drive by the field every day going to and from work. It is absolutely beautiful. Can you tell us a little bit more about Toyota Field?
0: It is beautiful. You're right. Uh, Toyota Field is the ballpark we'll be playing in here in town, Madison. And uh, this is this is a ballpark. This area's never seen before. It, it's beautiful. I mean, it, it's Toyota Field. Toyota's never put their name on a minor league team before. Toyota's always been associated with professional teams in big markets. And this was the first time they ever saw a minor league team win. I know they're not, you know, in the majors or at that top tier. But this is run like one of those organizations and so they you know they were huge there in the beginning of uh, starting this team in the local area and I mean the place reflects it we uh when I first started with the team actually before I was an employee just kind of working with the team with their events when I was doing local radio we would take trips to other minor league ballparks around the country the ones that we thought would run the best and have the best stadiums the best fan interaction all that and we saw what they did, we saw what their ballparks looked like. And the ownership group here, when they built Toyota Field, they took all of those things we saw that worked in these different ballparks and put it all together in one. And you'll see that when you come to see a game at Toyota Field. It's got some some truly unique and I mean it's just a beautiful spot to watch a ball game.
1: And then what led you to your current position as a promotions manager for the Rocket City Trash Pandas?
0: Okay, so. I was doing radio for WZYP, like we were talking about, and someone came into the, the room one day and was like, you guys going to enter that, that baseball team name contest? That, that's where the Thundershark thing started, right? So I'm, I pitched that name. I'm going on the radio every morning. I'm trying to sell people on it, doing all that. And we would have our owner and CEO, Ralph Nelson, on the show from time to time to talk about the team, talk about the new developments, and all the excitement around the team. So I knew he was coming in. So I would set up all of these audio packages and like, I'd have my microphone set to where it echoed. So I'd play like Thunderstruck by ACDC. And I'd be like, <laughs> and now for your rocket studio, Thunderstruck and you <clears throat> like all these sound effects and everything. So I really pitched it hard when I was in front of the big man. And I guess he noticed that. And as time went on, I got offered a position with the team. It was it was going to allow me to be on the microphone at the ball games and, you know, to try something different and be with the hottest thing in town. So I had to jump on it, and that's how it got started. It, it wasn't on purpose, but I'm glad it happened.
1: So pulling out the big guns like the Echo Effect definitely paid off in the long run. Oh, yeah.
0: Sense. I already had a nickname for the ballpark, the Shark Tank. I had, like, it was. The echo was where it was. I could see it. I could see his eyes lighting up as he heard those. Like, we yeah, right. I might, I might have
1: saw the spark. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And then you've mentioned about your history in radio. I mean, how'd you get started in that? And what's, I mean, what's it like to be in the radio industry?
0: Well, I always wanted to do TV or radio as a kid. Like growing up, I always watched late night talk shows. I always loved radio morning shows. I just love that dynamic of people like waking up. What's what's going on today? And then dealing with it, you know, and being humorous and doing something like that. Or so late night shows, you know, when the day's over and you go, wow, okay, let's, let's really dive into this and try to get people something entertaining. So when I was in my senior year at UAH, I asked for an internship in radio or TV. So they hooked me up in WZYP. They said, well, just go in in the mornings, you know, you can help out with whatever they need there. I was like, all right, that's cool. But I wasn't really that excited. I thought I was going to be the guy that got coffee and like alphabetized paper, you know, like a real low-level internship job. Just kind of get my hours so I could get an A in my internship class. But that first day, I went on the, the Mojo radio show. My guy, Mojo, I, I, he really helped me out a ton in, this, in the radio industry and put me on that first day. we we goofed around a little bit played a game uh people had some chuckles and within six months i was the producer of the show and and i had a live mic every single morning so it, it was cool man you know just took advantage of the opportunity i had and tried to be as natural as i could be you know just like you when you do this podcast if it sounds like two people are you know just reading pieces of paper to each other people don't really want to listen to that but if it feels like two people are having a conversation, they're talking about things, they're getting legitimate thought out of each other, then and it's pretty cool.
1: And then I apologize for the cough in the middle of your uh, response there, but a segue, unfortunately, from the cough is, how has COVID-19 affected the Rocket City Trash Pandas? Did you hear that segue into that question, Ricky? I mean, that now cool. I feel... See, that, this that
0: a couple of pros going at it i I appreciate the call yeah i was i was worried about how we were going to segue into that but (laughs) uh man how has covid19 affected the trash pandas how hasn't affected the trash pandas um you know as we all saw sports sports had a rough go of it this last year and when you can't have people get together sports are completely different than we know it. You know, sports are that thing where you want to go be with other people you don't know, but you know you're cheering for the same thing and you just want to be happy at the end of the day. And for a team that's having their first year coming up and building up for two years, the, the local community is excited and one month before your first pitch, uh, you know, something like we've never seen, hits the country and it affects everybody. It, it, it was tough. And we got into a spot in April and May where it was like, what are we going to do? You know, we never met our players. The major league season got got postponed while they were in spring training. And spring training is where minor league players get selected for their squads, whether it's triple A, double A, single A. And so that none of that happened. And then the season's on pause. So we're a baseball team, and we got no players. We've got no games. What do we do? And so that time was kind of used, like, how can we connect with our fans, even though we don't have that traditional way? So social media was a big thing. You know, we tried to do a lot of things on social media to to show our fans that we're still going, we're still there, we're going to try to interact with what we can, you know, use our mascot. Uh, I was uh, out front on a lot of things, uh, being, you know, a guy that would have been on the microphone at the games, I was instead on the microphone uh, for social media and videos we did there and things to try to to keep this team going before we ever even got started. Uh, a lot of teams in minor league baseball, I would say 99%, when the pandemic hit, they just shut down their office. They said, we'll try again next year. Everyone got furloughed. It was a sad thing. But here at the trash can is, you know, we had so much momentum. We're doing so well. We thought we can keep this staff together. We can get through this year. And if we can just make it to next year, we're going to be good. Because we know the people around here want to see trash panda baseball, but how do we get there? So that was that was it. How do we get there? And next thing you know, you know, me and you are sitting here talking. We've run hundred events at the ballpark, all complying to CDC guidelines. Had over 200,000 fans, and we're, we're still going right now. We've had some really great events. We've really had some times where we went, you know, maybe that doesn't work out. But when you're a baseball team doing everything but baseball, you got to learn on the fly. And this team we got here with the trash pan is just amazing. I mean, if you've been to an event, if you've been to our store, you've probably noticed it's all the same people doing all of these jobs. That's what happens. You know, you, you can't hire all of that game day staff when you hit a pandemic and you don't have your games. So the team had to really rally together and get through this thing. And I am so proud of every single person I work with. Yeah, 30 people have kept a double A baseball team together. And it's, it's been quite, quite a year.
1: I've, I've been real impressed that, you know, like a better term, how you, how you guys have been able to utilize that space without baseball being played. I know I've been able to take my daughters to the fair there. We've went through and got to see all the Christmas lights. And it's very impressive how, how you guys have been able to promote and spread the word of this team and facility when basically your hands are tied behind your back.
0: Yeah, we appreciate that. Uh, it wasn't easy, and, you know, you get a lot of people that go, how could you be doing things like this? How could you have events right now? But at the same time, after a while, you, you, as we're kind of learning right now, you got to try to navigate the water as safely as you possibly can because if you just sit back, who knows what's going to happen there. You might cause more be- harm than, than good at that point. It was tough, but uh, I think we did pretty well of it. We got through it, and now we're heading into 2021, and we're looking at a baseball season here in a few months.
1: And and that takes me right to my next question. I mean, when do you guys anticipate the Trash Pandas to actually take the field and throw that first pitch?
0: Okay, so we're looking at – it's almost as if 2020, you know, it's just that season, it's gone. So now we're looking at the 2021 season. So our 2020 season would have started in April. 2021, we're looking at April. But the thing is, there's a couple obstacles that COVID have caused and then also due to the realignment of minor league and major league baseball. So minor league baseball has always been a thing that's been run by minor league baseball. They had their own offices. They had their own leagues with all the teams split up in there. This year was the first year that major league baseball absorbed the minor league office and ran minor league off and ran minor league baseball, excuse me, from the major league offices in New York. So with that, of course, comes, you know, dissolving that office, moving things around and 40 minor league teams were cut as a result. They only wanted to give four minor league teams per pro club, so with 160 teams, that only means 120 spots are open. 40 had to go. So in our own Southern Division, uh, the team in Jackson, Tennessee, they didn't—they will no longer be associated with Major League Baseball, and the team in Jacksonville got bumped up to Triple A. So two teams in our divi- or in our division from last year will no longer be there. But we're taking the steps that we need to take to get to next season. So I say that because uh, just, I believe it was a couple weeks ago, the Angels invited us to be their AA minor league affiliate for the next 10 years. So that's a good start. We know we know what we got for the next 10 years. We're affiliated with the Angels. We're, we're set to go. Now it's just figuring out how Major League Baseball is going to handle minor league baseball now that they run the whole show. So we're taking the little steps. There's a lot going on there. Probably a lot of paperwork way above my pay grade uh going on there but once we get that done we expect the schedule to come out early 2021 and once we get that schedule it's it's on but major leagues got to decide if they want to maybe bump it back a little bit give their major league players some time to rest since the season the covid season was very short and very rushed so there's a little bit of adjustment we're hoping april or may 2021 we can get this thing going
1: and I know we're, we're all very excited to get that going. Uh, I saw on your social media accounts, you know, it's full of people sharing pride by wearing their Trash Pandas merchandise. Where can the listeners go to actually purchase uh, merchandise for the Trash Pandas?
0: It has been wild to see on social media, the, like, the spread of, of Trash Panda mania. I mean, I saw someone take a picture in front of the Eiffel Tower with it once. I saw somebody, I saw a tweet today from a guy from Barstool. It said he was waiting for a flight. And he's just talking to this guy. And the guy he was talking to was like, you ever heard of the Trash Panders?" And he's like, no. And he tweeted about it today. He put our 2021 logo up there. He said, you guys check out the Trash Panders." I mean, like, how, how crazy is that? The guy's just waiting in an airport and the that Trash Panders come up in the conversation. So it's been so cool to see how this logo and this name has transcended the local area and become a national team. In fact, we're the only team in minor league baseball that has required international shipping. For our merchandise no team's ever needed that before but we've, we've sent packages to australia to europe i mean all over the place and so if you want to be like those people as well uh, our website's it's going it's shoptrashpandas.com that's just one of the ways you can check out our merch i personally have been hosting uh some panda shopping network videos as we call them uh when, when COVID originally hit in April and May, we were looking at something to engage our fans on social media. We had the idea of let's do like a Home Shopping Network spoof with our own merchandise. You know, that we, that can create content, at least get us through a certain amount of time until so maybe baseball comes back. And that's now evolved into we, we're doing our live shows on Facebook where you can shop while you watch me tell you about the merchandise, comment, you know, get shouted out live as it happens. So we've got a lot of ways for you to check out our merch. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on all of them, at Trash Pandas. And then check out our website, shoptrashpandas.com. Our team store here at the ballpark, if you're local as well. The Junkyard is uh, up and running, 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. So if you're, you want to take a look at the ballpark and get yourself some merch, you can take out two birds with one stone on that one and, uh, and check us out at the Junkyard.
1: Absolutely, and we'll be sure to include all those links that you mentioned in the show notes. And Ricky, we we appreciate you coming on and kind of giving us an update and let us know what the Trash Pandas are up to and where we're heading in 2021. But it's a tra- tradition on this show. We'd like to try to at first dig into the expertise of our guests, but then try to get them know get to know them a little bit better. And we find the best way to do that is just ask very rapid random questions. Are you good oh, with yeah. that? Oh, let's go. All right, man. We'll start off easy. Just put it on the T for you. What is your favorite TV series of all time?
0: My favorite TV series of all time has to be... Uh, you ever watch a show, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Absolutely. I love that show. I've probably seen every episode like a hundred times. It's it's stupid. It's it's a little crude, but I love yeah. it. It's, it's, I love everything about it. That's That's definitely my favorite show.
1: And then, if you could go back in time and see any musician live front row, who would it be?
0: Oh wow. Okay. Um, Burl Ives.
1: That is a first.
0: No, no, no. I'm not. No. I, was, I, I said that to someone the other day, and they looked at me. They're like, "Who? What is that? Is that a I was Burl." Get my Google out. <laughs> no, not Burl Ives. But I, you know, I wouldn't have hated that. That'd be pretty cool. But if any musician live um, I can do a band right to be a yeah absolutely position. how about Led Zeppelin
1: fantastic choice
0: What be a Zeppelin show back in the day I bet that'd be so cool I, I, I'm fascinated by music back in like the, the 60s 70s like I, I would love to have been a part of something like that
1: great answer what's your favorite place to vacation
0: ooh wow Man, I haven't got much vacation time lately. That's a good question. I've always you wanted sure to. You shared that in comment, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal, right? My best <laughs> vacation spot right now is like the kitchen. Yeah, it's really <laughs> nice there sometimes. Uh, my favorite spot is, I like going to the beach occasionally. It doesn't even matter what beach. I'm kind of the guy where I don't need plans. Just put me somewhere and I'm going to find a way to, to make it fun. So the beach, you know, nice and calm, cool, laid back. I like that.
1: All right, I'm going to give you two choices. You tell me wh- which is better or what, what's your preference on them, okay? So okay. what what about iPhone or Android?
0: Oh, iPhone for sure. I had one Android and that thing busted.
1: Yeah, yeah it busted. took me forever to learn. It's like the iPhone, wherever you think a button should be or a, how a phone should react, it's there. The Android, I struggle to send a text message, so I'm with you on that one.
0: It's so um, easy, you know. I got my mom an iPhone. She knows how to use it, and that's very difficult with electronics with her. So, you know, it's user friendly at that point.
1: Absolutely. NFL or college football?
0: Mm, that's that might have to be a tie. Can I explain? Can I explain yes, why? It would be absolutely. Tied? Okay, so I'm a huge Alabama Crimson Tide fan. I love the tie. I got to watch their games. When it comes to Alabama, I'm there. That's my number one team in all sports. But the NFL, I love football. Football's my, my favorite sport. I play a lot of fantasy football. I get very into it. So I don't have a favorite team in the NFL. But I love the players because I'm so into fantasy football. I'm playing in a fantasy championship tonight, actually, against my younger Ooh. brother. I'm freaking out. I can't even really think about work today because I need <laughs> Stephon Diggs to have, like, 80 yards. And I'm, I'm, an, I'm a winner. And, you know, I can get my friend's face. And I can use those NFL players and their achievements to somehow make myself... A better person and that's what it's all about
1: yeah it's all all about that who's better jordan or lebron
0: absolutely jordan uh, lebron lebron's awesome i would never put down what he's accomplished but he just seems kind of corny to me i've always liked mj because especially after watching the last dance documentary did you watch that
1: absolutely yeah my daughter's name is mj so i'm all in buddy oh that's
0: awesome yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah after watching that and watching how uh MJ hated everybody he played against and then yes. kind of hated his own teammates. I mean, he made Scott Pippen yeah. look stupid in that thing for no reason. is was what it seemed like. Yes. And I like that edge, you know. Everyone back then yeah. hated each other and they wanted to win. LeBron, you know, he moved from team to team, he brought his buddies, whatever. And yeah. I like the edge.
1: It it does seem like LeBron's always feels like he's being recorded for like a 30 for 30. It's a it's it just does. Yeah. Politically like, safe all the time.
0: If you ever post a video or something, it feels like it's very rehearsed. You
1: know, yes.
0: can you imagine seeing MJ in a locker room doing a dance or something and working out, no. like, you know, he's trying to win a dice game with the security guys 30 minutes before the ball tips because he's competitive.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, would you rather be able to run at 100 miles per hour or fly at 10 miles per hour?
0: Ooh, definitely fly at 10 miles an hour. I uh, am not a big proponent of running. I should be because it's good for <laughs> you, but I choose not to run unless round I'm against stated. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unless someone is running at me, I don't run, but I fly at 10 miles an hour. Oh yeah. I mean, I could go any height.
1: No traffic. Yeah. That's,
0: oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I would definitely easily fly.
1: All right. This one's a tough one. Some people get stumped. If you could have dinner with any three people dead or alive, who would they be?
0: three people okay number one Alexander the Great nice always been been fascinated by what that guy accomplished number two Tiger Woods number three number three Colonel Sanders I feel like those three people cover every facet of what it
1: takes to be successful. Do you think Colonel Sanders orders chicken when he goes? <laughs> or do you think he shies away from it? Like,
0: uh, uh, Yeah, he's probably getting, uh, I'll just take salad, you know? right. <laughs> okay, it's it's the, a salad. Right. I mean,
1: i was a sandwich artist at subway when i was 14 and i to this day can't eat subway so I, I know that's not a good reference or analogy but i just I picture Colonel sanders like you said i'll just stick with the appetizer i always I hear chicken. that
0: from people that like worked at a place at like a restaurant and they're like i can't go back there anymore but i went when i was 15 and um and that place wasn't even it wasn't even really the cleanest pizza hut i've ever been in it was there was reasons why I shouldn't go back, but for some reason, I, I do. I love it. You're
1: still all in? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw, <laughs> I saw one of my coworkers eat a piece out of the trash once, and I'm like, it, it wasn't me, you know, so I'll still go back.
1: Um, if you could have unlimited supply of one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Unlimited
0: mm-hmm. supply. There's a gas station down by my house that makes some cashews covered in toffee. <laughs> and I love those things, man. <laughs> I can't get enough of those. And for some reason, that was the first thing that popped in my head. So I'm going to go with toffee cashews with it,
1: from Absolutely. the gas station
0: down by my apartment.
1: Now, now if anybody's looking for a late Christmas gift for Ricky, they know where to go and what to get them. Oh, it's
0: um, bad news. I'm, I'm almost bummed out when I get them. They're too good.
1: <laughs> you're disappointed in yourself.
0: Oh I'm, yeah, I know. I'm like, well, I'm gonna eat the whole bag, even though all I. Here we go again. <laughs> I have no all
1: right, here's our final question, Ricky. The most important one, in my opinion, what is the best movie of all time?
0: I just watched this one the other night. Uh, I think my favorite movie of all time is Goodfellas. I love, Great. I love mob movies, and I love those characters. I love how that story's told. I've probably seen it a hundred times. But like I said, I just turned it on the other day. I I got to watch it at least once a year. And then if I see it on TV, I'm probably going to watch it for a while until a commercial gets me a little distracted. Then I'm off eating toffee cashews or something like that.
1: <laughs> just digressing. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just what, how do I get to the cashews? Really, uh, but, but yeah, good fellas for sure.
1: Awesome. Well, Ricky, man, I appreciate you taking the time during this holiday season to – Uh, record the podcast with us man you've been a blast and look like we're cut from the same cloth based on some of your answers man i appreciate you coming on
0: hey i appreciate you Zach. thanks for having me on thanks for letting me talk about the trash pandas i can't wait to see everybody at toyota field for these ball games look for me out there on the field we're gonna have some fun uh if you want to be involved with the trash Pandas for 2021 hey come talk to us you know we got a baseball season to get ready for we've been doing events for the last eight months it's ready to get our minds back on baseball. So uh, whether that's a group outing or you, your company wants to do something, a party, you want to be involved, you want to be a sponsor, bring it on. We love it. We're a community-run uh, team and we want to we represent everybody well.
1: Awesome, man. We can't wait. And again, please check out our show notes to see all the links and uh, items that Ricky discussed with the Trash Pandas. Uh, you can check out all things Podcasts at cleartrackhr.com slash podcast ricky again thank you so much for coming on and thank you so much for all the listeners and support and we will talk to you again soon
0: thank you sir you have a good one